guys, it's Simmy, and this is Wrestling Unlimited, as it's Monday, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up, a handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. As today's stories do go, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten stories to talk about. A couple of them are quick hits. I'm going to give you my thoughts on last night's Impact Wrestling show, Rebellion, because I did eventually get to watch that show. Didn't watch it all live, but watched 90% of the show. I think I maybe skipped one match or missed one match or so. I think I saw it all. I think I saw it all. Not 100% sure. We're going to talk about a number of different things, like what's going on with Drew McIntyre. WWE's talking to ESPN. Johnny Gargano re-aggravated an injury. Jordan Grace up with her and her contract Tanahashi's injured and so much more now before I start with anything I don't know what's going on with Becky Lynch we can pull it up here on the screen really quickly Becky Lynch sent out a tweet let's pull it up just because I know people are going to ask I know people are going to ask so let's go to Rebecca Quinn's Twitter Oh, and she's, uh-oh, uh-oh, she even just changed, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me one second, because now she's changed. Okay, so in the last 15 minutes, she's now changed some things. Okay, okay, so, actually, I'm going to pull this image up, too, for reference. For reference. So, <clears throat> let's pull this up on the screen. This is not one of our stories of today because I don't have info or knowledge on this. I'm just straight shooting what we think. And so, <clears throat> this is Becky Lynch's Twitter right now. No header. There's her uh, avatar, her profile picture. And she removed everything from the bio and tweeted it out this 45 minutes ago. I won't be coming to Raw today. Didn't give any other context. Didn't say anything else. Well, if you look at her image here, her Twitter picture here, that has actually been changed in the last, in the last, give me two seconds, I can tell you exactly when that was changed. Because I tweeted or texted somebody about this um, 15 minutes ago, at the top of the hour. The top of the hour. This was her profile picture. This was her profile 15 minutes ago. This picture of her when she was supposed to, I think that's from the quote-unquote WrestleMania Batman shoot, the commercial, but I don't know exactly what's going on with Becky Lynch, but she is changing up her Twitter, and she is now saying that she is not going to be at Raw. I want her words exactly i won't be coming to raw and give me one second i'm gonna try and find some info out for you guys throughout this show and if we do hear anything on becky and what's going on i will let you guys know but as of right now we don't have any update on what's going on with becky lynch so that's why I wanted to address this at the very top of the show and be like, hey, I see the Becky stuff because I've gotten like three or four different messages. I'd be like, and I just wanted, I wanted to be transparent with you guys. I've seen the Becky stuff, but I don't know what's going on with Becky. Sean Marsap says he's going to have a story about Becky coming out this afternoon. 
I don't know when afternoon means because for him, it already is afternoon. For me, it's still morning because it's only 11, 17 a.m. Speaking of that, 11, 11, 17. It's between 11 and 11.30 a.m. because this is the wrestling wrap-up. Every Monday and Friday morning, roughly around 11 to 11.30 a.m. Pacific, we bring you all the latest news in professional wrestling in one easy-to-watch video. You can watch this uh, podcast, listen to this podcast a number of different ways, whether that is live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, or live or later on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, or you can listen to it on podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can subscribe with a tiered subscription, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and it always gives you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here. Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also remember, if you're watching on YouTube, you can help us out over there by becoming a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access podcast episodes, early access non-news videos, and so much more. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game, whether you're buying an old game, whether you're claiming a free game or getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, Fall Guys, or... That's it. I almost said Rumbleverse. I almost said Rumbleverse. Use our code PWUnlimited at checkout and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Again, use code PWUNLIMITED at checkout. You won't be supporting, you will be supporting us and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Whether you're buying a new game like Star Wars Jedi Survivor that comes out next week that I already have on pre sale, whether you're getting Crime Boss Rock A City, whether you're claiming one of the free games like Murata or beyond extinction use the code and you'll be helping us doesn't take more than about 15 20 seconds depending on how fast you can type to put it in but with that as far as our first news story does go we're talking about one drew mcintyre's this story almost technically goes all the way back to the week after wrestlemania so it was I want to say the day of the Raw after, no, SmackDown after WrestleMania, we learned, hey, Drew McIntyre, not going to be at SmackDown. Drew McIntyre, not making his Cricket Wireless uh, appearance. Gunther is now doing the appearance. Not really sure what's going on with Drew. We hear a couple of different things. Drew's dealing with a health issue. Drew's banged up. What's going on? Even that earlier that week, we had heard Drew's contract is coming up. And that... It's not coming up imminently, but it's coming up at the end of the year. So people go, oh, is he not showing up to SmackDown because he's upset with something? Doesn't want to be there because of the contract talks? Is that, no, I don't think so. According to multiple uh, sources, Drew is dealing with a health issue. Fast forward one week, and it's figured out and revealed and seen during Raw. No, SmackDown last Friday, Drew McIntyre has blacked out his Twitter. Removed the bio, all WWE references from the bio, and blacked out his Twitter. His profile picture is black. 
His header is black. We can even pull that up right here. Show you guys. Uh, pull this up on the screen. This is Drew McIntyre's Twitter right now. Hasn't changed anything. It's all no bio, all black, all black. Not sure what's going on. So we hear nothing about this. We hear that Drew at one point was scheduled for last Friday's uh, SmackDown to the point where earlier in the week he was doing localized interviews hyping up the show in Nebraska. He was doing Zoom interviews to say, hey, we're going to be in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, come to the show and this and that. So there was a point last week they thought Drew was going to be there, and then this happens. Well, according to Dave Meltzer on the latest Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave stated the following. He's not going to be back at TV next week. He's not going to be back for a couple more weeks. They announced the Madison Square Garden show, which is in July, and he was not announced for that show either. But that's not necessarily, I was just told it's a couple more weeks, and we'll see what happens from there. This is an injury, and there is a contract issue, although the contract issue, his contract doesn't come due for many, many months. But as far as signing a new deal, there's nothing new. They're still far apart. So Meltzer is still under the impression that there's an issue between WWE and Drew on money. Now, Meltzer's really the only one that's reported that and said anything on that, so take it however you want as far as Drew and the money situation. But according to Meltzer, Drew is dealing with some sort of an injury or a health issue or whatnot, and he's going to be gone. The, the thought is he's going to be gone still for a couple more weeks. He's not going to be back this week. If you think a couple more weeks, then not this week, maybe not even the night of the draft. Hopefully, before Backlash set up something for Bat, we don't know. Now, I'm just assuming and making assumptions. But as of right now, Drew McIntyre is not expected to be back for at least a couple of more weeks within WWE. So, we'll see where that goes with Drew. But I did want to bring you that update because there is a slight update that you may or may not have seen. But as we move forward, PW Insider had an interesting story come out this morning uh, pertaining to WWE speaking with or having discussions with a major television network, well, cable network, as WWE. Well, they're talking with ESPN. Mike Johnson over at PW Insider writes the following. Following the announcement that Endeavor will acquire WWE, we are told that there have been renewed discussions between WWE and ESPN about potentially working together on new projects. We are told that this isn't currently discussions about a weekly series and that the two sides are still working out what projects they could work on together potentially and have been warned this is in the very early conversation st uh, stages. ESPN did license older WWE WrestleMania events during the height of the pandemic to broadcast them, and they even sent UFC legend Daniel Cormier as their point person for WrestleMania 39 weekend interviews and coverage in Los Angeles. We are also told that of late WWE another prom uh, we are also told that of late another promotion had been in talks with ESPN as well. "Quote: We cannot confirm which, but we can state it is not AEW." With WWE, the industry leader, stepping into the picture, the continuation of those talks could obviously be at risk. For the major cable networks, WWE is king. 
as we noted previously, there is the feeling that with WWE rights fees coming up and Endeavor's acquisition pending, WWE will lean towards getting the brand and programming in as many potential places as possible and are welcoming all conversations unless someone pays a nice, rich premium for exclusivity. If Endeavor is seeking to entrench WWE in as many places as possible, obviously that would prevent other groups from putting boots on the ground in those places. When WWE, where WWE lands on this new rights deal and how many places overall will have a ripple effect on everything else uh, is still to be seen and a story we will cover as it unfolds as part of the Endeavor era. And for some reason they go, ESPN's owned by Disney. Yeah, no, duh. But what, that really doesn't mean much right now. So WWE at least in the last decade or so, seemed to have some sort of an on-and-off relationship with ESPN. There was that one era, that one brief stint, where Jonathan Coachman was working for ESPN on SportsCenter and would have a WWE segment multiple times a week. Then, as noted in this report from PW Insider, there was that time when WrestleManias, past WrestleManias, were airing on ESPN to... Fill the void of coverage during the pandemic when a lot of different sports leagues were on hiatus due to COVID-19. But now, it looks like WWE is in talks with ESPN again, but not for NXT or Raw or SmackDown or a new show, but maybe projects. To me, this maybe sounds like an A&E an A &E deal. And I know this is just me speaking freely with no knowledge, but this to me sounds like it could be something akin to the A&E deal where they create content just for that network that is evergreen content. Well, I mean, most WWE content is evergreen content, but content in the form of, hey, we're going to make a show, but it's not a weekly wrestling show, but a show with basically like the documentary series. Maybe they do more documentaries, but on ESPN. Maybe they do something like a countdown show. Maybe a show similar to, like on the WWE Network, This Is Awesome. Maybe they bring This Is Awesome to ESPN. I don't know. But that's what it sounds like to me. It is uh, something like maybe the uh, A&E deal, where they're creating content like the documentaries, like Most Wanted Treasures, like Steve Austin Takes on America, or ESPN. And whatever that is going to end up being, we'll have to wait and see. Again, Nick Khan has spoke recently saying, hey, whoever wants to work with us, we'll work with them. We're not just going to be like, oh, we're with Fox and USA right now, Fox and NBC Universal right now, so we're only sticking with them. No, we're open to speaking to multiple different parties, multiple different possible partners. So there we go. Uh, bangs. They announced that the draft will be on April 28th and May 1st. They announced that during SmackDown. But keeping with WWE and Nick Khan, Nick Khan's been doing the rounds recently and was asked about blood on WWE content. Where speaking with Light Shed Partners, Nick Khan indicated that NBC Universal may be supportive about an edgier final hour to Monday Night Raw. When asked about blood potentially returning to that hour's time slot, I guess you can call it, Khan stated the following Look, we're specifically talking about the 10 to 11 hour of Raw. We're specifically talking to NBCU and ourselves about what we do with that moving forward. We ask, 
what do we do if we tweak this? That 10 to 11 hour is, it is basically cable. It is basic cable. It's not broadcast, as you know. We think that NBCU would be supportive, but we're not on a final conclusion on that. Basically, we've seen this before. We've seen them try to change up the final hour of Raw before. Remember the 24-7 title in Raw Underground, which was supposed to be the final hour of Raw? Yeah, that lasted a whole month. So whatever they do here, we'll have to wait and see, but yeah, it's probably just going to end up what it is right now and no changes really made for the long term. Now, somebody that has been on Monday Night Raw for the last, what, six, seven, eight months is Johnny Gargano. Yet, Johnny Gargano hasn't been seen for the last couple of weeks because, well, previous injury has been re-aggravated as Fightful writes the following. Johnny Gargano hasn't appeared on WWE programming since NXT Stand and Deliver, leading many to wonder where he's been. Fightful has learned that Gargano re-aggravated the shoulder injury that had him sidelined for much of January. After only having a couple of matches his first few weeks back, Gargano ended up working a dozen matches after March 4th. We're told that the shoulder injury got worse after his Royal Rumble return, and by the time a NXT match with Grayson Waller, he was severely hampered and used one arm. The hope from the company is that he can repair the injury and with, uh, with physical therapy opposed to surgery. There was speculation that Vince McMahon returning to the fold led to Gargano's absence, but that is not the case. McMahon actually was directly involved with communicating to Gargano in late 2021 that he wanted Gargano to remain with the company when Gargano did step away for a while. So there we go. That kind of kills two birds with one stone there. Because there have been a lot of people going, oh, Johnny's been gone. Is it a Vince call? No. Vince wanted to keep Johnny Gargano around after that War Games match in NXT in 2021, but Johnny wanted to take time off before his son was born. Vince wanted him around. Right now, he's dealing with an injury. Shoulder injury, re-aggravated, so we'll see where that leads to, but as of right now, Gargano is out with an injury, unfortunately. Really sucks. Really sucks for Johnny. We got a couple more WWE news notes here. This is an interesting one. Nia Jax spoke recently about her competing in this year's Royal Rumble. While speaking with Ring the Bell, Nia Jax stated the following on being in the year, this year's Royal Rumble. She stated, got a call from the office and they were just like, hey, so we are planning to have you in the Rumble. And I was like, what? Are you asking me or are you telling me what? And I already know, I love TJ, TJ Wilson. TJ's hands down, one of the best producers. Fit Finley and TJ have been huge in making Nia Jax who she is or was. There was, uh, they were so incredible. And I already knew TJ pitched me for it because me and TJ are really cool. And so when he said that, I'm guessing he just assumed because TJ and I are cool, I would be like, yeah. I was like, let's do it. Let's go. I called up my gear people. I called up all the boots people. Uh, my boot maker and I was like, listen, we got to expedite this. And so she just goes on to talk about being in the Rumble and only doing the one appearance and not actually coming back to WWE and this and that. But it's an interesting uh, listen for sure. Again, it is with the Ring the Bell podcast. So if you guys do want to listen to that, 
and check that out. I just thought I'd bring you that little quick news note that it was all TJ that got her in the Rumble. Old Tyson Kid. And one last news note. Eight, no, ten WWE superstars filmed an episode of Celebrity Family Feud over the weekend where it will actually be WWE men against WWE women. On the woman's side, it's Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan, and Natalia. On the men's side, it is Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Dolph Ziggler, and Seth Rollins. My one hope here, my one hope here is that at some point, when they go up to do the the whatever it's called at the when they start the round, I don't even know what it's called. I should know. Whenever they start a round and they have two people up there, I, I swear to God, if they don't have Becky and Seth up there against each other, missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. But those 10 WWE superstars were filming for Family Feud this weekend and didn't make it a surprise. Didn't keep this under wraps at all. We all knew with all the different photos being shared to social media, which I'm about to pull up here. We'll go through some of them on Twitter. We've got this photo here. Whoops, that's the Fightful article they posted about it. But you got Seth. So it looks like Seth is the leader of the men's team because he's at the front. And then you have the New Day and Dolph Ziggler, which is really cool. So maybe Becky's the leader of the women's team. And we'll go from there. Uh, we've also got this photo here of everybody together. Be- uh, Bailey, Liv, Alexa, Natty, Woods, Rollins, Becky, Kofi, Dolph, Big E. Uh, just seeing some other ones. Yeah, Rey Mysterio did an episode last season. Again, just another photo of all of them together. More photos. You see, the, the, this is cool because these three also did, and I think Natty was on it as well, Family or Wheel of Fortune. So that's really cool to see that they're just getting you know in there, doing more and more and more and more. So awesome stuff here. Don't know when the episode is going to air. I've had many people ask me that. Hey, when can we watch it? I know Celebrity Family Feud does air on ABC on Sunday nights, but air date for this episode or even the new season of Celebrity Family Feud has not been announced. Before we get into talking about some Impact Wrestling news, I do want to let you guys know that a new video dropped on the channel this morning talking about wrestling contracts. New video dropped all about the known contract news in the world of professional wrestling. We talk about WWE contracts. We talk about AEW contracts, Impact Wrestling, MLW, NWA, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and so forth. We just say, hey, here's what's being reported. Here's what we know. These guys' contracts expire on this date. These guys' contracts expire on this date. And these guys just signed new contracts like FTR, new four-year deals, like Brian Cage, a new five-year deal. So we do have... That video up right now went live this morning right here on the PW Unlimited YouTube channel. Now, as far as Impact Rebellion does go, I thought it was a really good show last night. I thought Rebellion was awesome. We saw some new champions crowned, and I got some questions about that. Got some questions about these new champions being crowned, and I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm not trying to be rude or say that they don't deserve the titles, but Deanna Perrazzo, new knockouts champion. Steve Macklin, new Impact World Champion. Husband and wife winning the gold. 
Now, both titles were won after they've been vacated. Mickey James with a rib injury and to vacate the Knockouts Championship. Josh Alexander with, I want to say, a bicep injury. Let me just double check that. Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander dealing with a torn tricep. Had to uh, vacate the championship. And so it's like, hmm, we got two new champions. Why? Because both former champions had to vacate their belts. Like, do we think that these titles would have changed hands regardless? I think there was a good chance that Macklin would have won the world title from Josh Alexander. But I don't know if Mickey would have dropped the knockouts title. I don't know if Deanna would be the new knockouts champion. And it also sounds like Deanna may have only won that belt because Jordan Grace isn't re-signed and her contract is up very soon, like in a month or so. So, good show overall. I will say that. PCO and Eddie Edwards had a last rights match that was really good. We did see Team Bully versus Team Dreamer in a really good match as well. Tommy Dreamer cut a promo. Or not really cut a promo. He just spoke from the heart about his mom. And that's all 100% true. And he's now taking some time away from wrestling to be with her. He said that she suffered, I want to say, a stroke after already having suffered a stroke. And she's now laying in a hospital bed unresponsive or something is what he said. And it's like, whoa, that's all true. Hundo percent true. Um, we also saw Trey Miguel defend the X Division Championship against Jonathan Gresham and Mike Bailey. And ABC, Ace Austin, and Chris Bay successfully defended the Impact World Tag Team Championships in an Ultimate X match against the Motor City Machine Guns. Great show. If you haven't seen it, I would recommend it. I'll say that right now. I would highly recommend going back and watching this show if you have not watched it. Even if you don't keep up with Impact every week like I don't. It's still a fantastic show to go watch. So, very, very cool. But we talked about Jordan Grace. And her contract and what's going on with that. Her contract reportedly is up next month. And Fightful has a big old write-up about Jordan Grace as they stated the following. A big name in Impact could hit free agency very soon. As of March, former Impact Knockouts champion Jordan Grace was set to become a free agent. Actually, not March. May. Because she signed her last deal in May. It was a three-year deal. So unless time got shaved off. Her deal wouldn't be up till May, not March. So I'm not trying to correct Sean or anything and fightful, but it's May. If we go based off of a three-year deal signed in May, which should go to May. Anyways, a fightful was told that it uh, originally reported this date when she'd signed her last contract. But as we've seen with several wrestling contracts, that's hardly set in stone with raises and extensions and injury time and so forth. But we have learned that Grace uh, hasn't, Signed a new deal at this uh, uh, during this period. Grace has become a millionaire outside of pro wrestling via her exclusive content site. But we have no insight on how or if that will weigh in her eventual decision. We're told that Impact Wrestling at this time would, la- would have, quote, ideally like to have her remain and would like to keep the 27-year-old star. Grace signed a two-year contract extension in 2021, which followed her 2019 two-year contract. The 2019 contract was particularly interesting because despite someone in Impact leaking that she'd signed a deal with the company in the fall of 2018, the paperwork actually never got finalized and Grace was working for many months without a contract. Shortly after that, 
with the launch of AEW, they made sure to sign her. Grace approached Impact, was like, what are we doing? And informed them that the deal was never fully signed, and they finally put pen to paper. Grace did lose the main event last night to Deanna Perrazzo, not capturing the vacant Impact Women's Champion, or Knockouts Championship. So there we go. And there was some word coming out this morning. I don't know how confirmed it is that they basically put the title on Deanna because Jordan hadn't... Now, now let me rephrase this. From what I was told was the decision to put the title on Deanna was not made because Jordan hadn't signed, but the decision to go with Deanna was easier because Jordan hadn't signed and they don't want to commit fully to putting the title on Jordan and then her go, oh, well, by the way, I'm gone next month. I go to WWE. I'm going to AEW. So on and so forth. So they couldn't fully commit to Jordan Grace because they don't know where she's at contract-wise and they don't want to put a title on somebody that for all intensive purposes, they're not sure is fully committed to them yet. That's what's going on with Jordan Grace. I didn't know that she's made millions or became a, quote, millionaire off of her... Um, What's it called? It's not an OnlyFans. She doesn't have an OnlyFans, but it's an OnlyFans-like site. It's an OnlyFans... It's a similar site. Let me see. Uh, it is... Let's see. What is her... Dick, 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 dick. Um... Oh, she's just using Patreon. Okay. I had seen something before... It looked like she was using a different platform. But yeah, she's just using Patreon now. So I think she was using another platform and said, screw it. So yeah, she's just on Patreon and apparently making bank. Making bank. I don't know what kind of content she's posting. This looks like a photo shoot. This, I can't see any of this because I'm not subscribed. This one, uh, she posts pictures of her butt saying people said I lost my butt. This one's an ask me anything, another Q&A. So, yeah, it's just like, I guess you could say life on the road style content. More like behind the scenes vlog style content and photo shoots. So, good for her. Became a millionaire online. You get somebody that wants millions, that's Mercedes Monet. And it looks like she is in talks to... Remain working in Japan. As previously reported, Monet will face Mayo Iwatani at All-Star Grand Queendom for the IWGP Women's Championship, and that was, at one point, the final date of her New Japan and Stardom contract. Yet, Dave Meltzer stated on the latest Wrestling Observer news or uh, Radio that, well, she's in negotiations for another date, as Meltzer stated the following. They are in negotiations for one more match. Her final match of her con current contract is the match this coming Sunday at the Yokohama Arena against Mayu Iwatani for the IWGP Women's Championship. But they, I do not know if the deal is done. It was not done the last I was told, but she is in talks for one more date. I don't know exactly when that date's going to be. I don't know if it would be Dominion or somewhere else or what exactly. So that's the situation with her right now. Mercedes sounds like she wants to continue working in Japan with New Japan and Stardom, but has to work out a new deal or add more time to her contract because right now, this weekend is her final date. Also, it was stated by Meltzer that her showing up at the Stardom show last weekend was all her. It was all her to just build interest 
in the match coming up. So cool. It was her idea to do the run-in. It was her idea of how they did the run-in, and all of that was all Mercedes. So really, really cool to hear. And speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, unfortunately, one of their top stars went down with an injury this past weekend as Hiromu or Hiroshi Tanahashi suffered a broken rib and worked like almost half of this match hurt on Saturday. Um, Saturday night, we saw NJPW Capital Collision. The show had a dream match, I guess you could say, sort of. Maybe it was a dream team challenging for the tag titles as Kazuchika Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi challenged Aussie Open for the tag titles. This match was actually, no, it was a triple threat match. Triple threat match for the tag titles. Now, despite Okada and Tanahashi having big singles careers, neither ever held tag team gold. And that was their hopes this weekend. While the headlines will belong to the new double champs of Aussie Open, one thing we have to talk about is Tanahashi being injured and working a lot of this match hurt. Tanahashi, we don't know exactly when, suffered the injury, but did take to Twitter to state the following. Pull that up on the screen right here. Tanahashi did state, quote, I went to hospital last night. My rib is broken. Sorry. That is unfortunate. And now the big question here is what is this going to do for the IWGP number one, the IWGP U.S. title number one contenders tournament? I know he's got about a month or so before his first round match where he'd be taking on Will Ospreay. But if he's not healthy by then, they're going to get another opponent for Ospreay or Ospreay can just, what's the word I'm looking for? Can just say, hey, he can't compete, I get a bye. I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but the winner of that match, Tanahashi and Osprey, will face Lance Archer, and then the winner of that match, Lance Archer versus Tanahashi or Osprey, will face Kenny Omega at Forbidden Door for the U.S. title. So we'll see what's going on with that and Tanahashi, and if he um, gets cleared in the next month to work the tournament match, but as of right now, he is suffering from a broken rib. He said rib, so hopefully it's just one rib broken, not multiple broken ribs, and we go from there. With that, guys, that is all we got for the wrap-up. That is going to wrap up the wrap-up. Remember, tonight is Monday Night Raw, and four things have so far been announced for tonight's Monday Night Raw. First off, we do know that Brock Lesnar will be appearing on the show. Brock Lesnar is set to accept the challenge of Cody Rhodes for Backlash. We also do know that Trish Stratus will be on the show tonight to explain her betrayal of Becky Lynch last week. As far as action does go, in a non-title match, the U.S. champion Austin Theory will be taking on Bobby Lashley and announced last night, Seth Rollins will be going one-on-one with The Miz. Now let's just double check. We don't have anything else announced. That's what WWE has on their website. But let's just see if there's anything else. I don't see anything else from WWE. So it looks like that's everything we know so far for tonight's Raw. With that, guys, we'll be back tonight for Monday Night Raw. With that, have a great rest of your Monday. And I'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.